Season three is all about turning up the heat on your relationship with God and seeing him move in more supernatural, miraculous ways in your daily life. So I decided to start this this season with my friend, Tiffany Tombry, who sees the miraculous, supernatural move of God in their life on a regular basis. I decided to have her share a testimony about a prophetic word that I had had for their family that they've just seen completely fulfilled. It affected their whole family and is indirectly but kind of connected to a prophetic word my husband had for their family a couple years ago. It's a fun story. But as we shared our testimonies of seeing God move in our lives, we realized there's some simple things that we have in common that we feel like are the vehicles for seeing the Lord move in our lives like this. So we decided to share that with you at the end of the episode. Also, stay tuned for Life Hacks, where I share a natural supplement I found for my son who struggled with focus and behavior at school, and it has made all the difference. If you have a kid with ADHD that, or just maybe is a little bit hyper and needs some help with focus, this was a game changer. It's affordable, it's on Amazon, and it's all natural. So stay tuned for Life Hacks, and there's a special announcement right in the middle of the episode. Lots of fun things coming at you. Let's jump in. Hi, and you're listening to Java with Jen with your host, Jenilee Samuel. I recently had an older woman from church tell me how much she loved my podcast, not knowing I had been praying about what direction to take it for season three. And she said to me, I told your husband, your wife is just so cute. Y'all, this was the second older woman who had said that what I do with my life is cute. Man, I just said within myself, oh man, I sure hope the devil doesn't think I'm cute. I really hope he shudders when I wake up in the morning. This comment was simple and meant as a genuine compliment, but the Lord used it to get under my skin and light a fire under me for season three. Friend, I don't know about you, but we live in a time that requires more than just cute Christianity. We need to be moving in the fullness of what Jesus gives to us. Do you feel me? So I decided to start this season with a friend of mine who is also a powerful believer who sees miracles on a regular basis in her life too. She's powerful, but she's normal, folks. She loves Jesus, loves the Word of God, and is fierce and tenacious about seeing Him move. So thank you, Tiffany, for being on this show. Go ahead and say hey. Hi, everybody. I'm so glad to be back in the hot seat with Jenna Lee. Yes, Tiffany was here. You guys, some of y'all remember episode 48. If you missed it, go catch it, where we talked about cultivating the miraculous in your life. Well, Tiffany is one of those friends who, as I've spent time with her and her husband, I realized Every, every, everybody has kind of like their message in life, their core life message. And I really feel like theirs revolves around faith. They live in such a radical level of faith. I can't tell you how many times Tiffany has emptied her wallet with whoever's sitting in front of her. But you guys, every time that happens, they get some kind of massive promotion. (laughs) It's crazy. And they live in just this radical level of faith. It's awesome. And so Tiffany is just the perfect person to have on here. She loves the word of God. She's a published author. Her and her husband um, did a devotional called A Closer Walk with Jesus. You can find it on Amazon, Travis and Tiffany Tombry, And she has started a new podcast called Testimonies with Tiff. And after today's episode, 
you'll realize I need to go listen to that podcast too. So Tiffany, thank you for taking the time (laughs) to do this. You are welcome. And I'm honored to be here again. Absolutely. Okay. So Tiff is also a mom of four babies. She just had her fourth, a little girl. What's her name? Tell us the story briefly. Her name is Hadessa Lucille Tombry. Before we started having babies, God had given us her name and first three babies were boys. So we patiently have waited six years for our promise to be fulfilled and it has been and she's here seven months old and she is just a spoiled Everybody loves her. (laughs) She's perfect. She's so perfect. Well, and what I love about this story is that Tiffany really, really believed in her heart that God told them they were going to have a girl. And she believed and clung and believed and clung and believed and clung. And there was a woman who walked up to you at the park, right? Yes. Okay. So tell that. Yes. Me and my husband had taken the kids to the park. I totally forgot about this. I'm so (laughs) glad. And while generally saying this, I'm like, oh, I need to write that as one of my podcast episodes. Um, she had come up to us in the park and she looked at me and she said, are these your sons? And I said, yes, ma'am. And she said, um, you've been praying for a daughter. And I looked at her and I said, well, we have been. And she said, she said, I'm going to pray with you. Can I pray with you? And I said, sure. She said, the Lord says that this time next year you will have a daughter. And I remember going home. I remember texting Jenna Lee. I, mm-hmm. I met this lady at the park. She told me I was going to have a daughter in a year. I remember Jenna Lee asking me, well, does that resonate in your spirit? Do you feel like that's from the Lord? I said, absolutely. God is the first name he ever gave us was a girl name. And so I have a vision board and I cut out a pregnant woman. She was like wearing pink and I stuck it up on my vision board. And I said, God, I trust that you're going to fulfill this. And he did. And the crazy thing is, is when a year later she was born and we were at the park and the, and I remember in my heart, God, in the Bible says in Psalm 139, that God knows our thoughts. Mm-hmm. I never asked the Lord, but I was thinking Man, it'd be so crazy if I saw that woman again and I could be like, look, the prophetic wow. word came to pass. I am not kidding. My, my kids are at VBS <laughs> in the park. She comes walking up. I jumped up out of there, took off running with my newborn baby. Oh my like, gosh. look. And so we got to marvel at God's faithfulness. We got to take a picture. And I, I know it had to have encouraged her faith. Like, yeah. that she had met a stranger. God gave her a word. And she was seeing the fulfillment of that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So we have started off with a bang. I'm so <laughs> excited. So as you can see, Tiffany loves the word. I love the word. We both love the word. And the reason we love the word is because the word of God is your lifeline as a believer. You keep listening. It just gets better. So speaking of Tiffany's life, okay, real, real quick, before we dive further, I want to let you guys know coming very soon. I'm working on it right now. I'm launching a merch line for the podcast and I'm very excited. The Lord kind of just gave, dropped it in my heart. I was like, it's season three. We need some merch. People have asked for merch and whatever. So I was like, let's do some merch. So I got the idea. One of my sponsors is a shout out to, to Rosanna and Gustavo. They are sponsors of the podcast and they sent me coffee a while back to, they have a coffee company. So we've decided to partner. They're going to create two flavors of coffee that are designed specifically for my listeners, a light roast, like a light medium and then a dark. And we're going to include that in my merch. And then I'm creating t-shirts and mugs and just all kinds of fun stuff. So that's coming soon. So I want to build your anticipation. I can't wait to get that out to you guys. Okay. So back here into this episode. So Tiffany and I gave you guys a teaser on Instagram a couple of weeks ago, um, showing you the house that she is now living in. 
Okay, so this is like this beautiful story and this really can be the heart of what we're talking about. We wanna share this though, because the reason we're sharing our testimonies with you guys is because we want to challenge you in this next season. It's August, right? We're, gonna, we're looking forward at this next year, even this next semester. We wanna challenge you to begin believing God for the things that he has spoken to you in a radical way, in a determined, perseverant, stubborn kind of a way. And so Tiffany and Travis have a really incredible story about their first house that came about through a prophetic word. So we'll get to it. Okay, Tiffany, go ahead. Tell us tell us the first story. My brain is trying to connect all the dots between the both. Yeah, I'm thinking, okay, I need to make sure I separate house one and house two because they're both um, very radical testimonies. So me and my husband had moved from Montana to Texas. We lived in an 800 square foot apartment. I remember um, God telling me to start a Bible study, but I remember being embarrassed about where we lived, like it's small. And I made all these excuses and I will never forget this because I feel like God marked me in, in his rebuke to me. And he says, if you can't be faithful with 800 square feet, you can't be faithful with a thousand. And if you can't be faithful with a thousand square feet, I can't give you 3000 square feet. And so our, the, you know, the scripture says to whom much is given much is required and we show ourselves approved. And I believe that has to do with even material things, not just God's word, yeah. not just our testimony, but yeah. With everything God's given us, to whom much is given, much is required. And that with what God's given me, I need to be faithful with. So I determined I was going to use that 800 square foot apartment for everything that God told me to do. And um, then I remember me and Travis, we just doing life and we go to church and we had gone down to the altar for prayer. I believe it was for my son, Samuel, for healing for him. Mm. And it was our first time we walked up to Stephen Samuel. It was our first time to meet him or that's my husband. Yeah. Jenilee's husband. Um, so we didn't have any, um, it was our first time meeting. So, you know, we go down and we're getting ready to tell Stephen what we want prayer for. And he begins to pray before we can get anything out and begins to prophesy over us. And he says, I see you. I see the Lord giving you a bigger house. And I remember opening my eyes and raising my head and looking at Trev like, who is this dude? What is he talking about? Like, we're here for healing, not for like a word about a house, but I'll take it. So I, we're listening and he's talking about how the Lord's going to enlarge our borders and God's about to just pour out his blessing on us. And and so we walk away from the altar that day like, okay, that's not what we expected, but we're going to we're gonna seek the Lord on this. And so um, we did. We sought the Lord and we prayed about it over time. And, and it was kind of like we just took that prophetic word and we put it on a bookshelf. We didn't dismiss it and, and we remembered it and we would pray as the Holy Spirit reminded us. But we were just going to keep doing life until we had more direction from the Lord. And so... Um, we're pregnant with our third. We've outgrown the 800 square foot apartment. We're looking for a home. We find a home to rent and we're thinking, oh, this must be the house that Stephen Samuel prophesied over. And so we move into this beautiful, it's 1100 square foot house and we're, we're happy and, and life is good. And I remember sitting at the, uh, sitting at the table, getting ready to budget. And my husband calls and he's like, are you sitting down? And I'm like, uh, yes, I'm sitting down. And he's like laughing with the joy of the Lord. And I'm like, what, why do I need to sit down? And he's like, no, really, are you sitting down? And I'm like, honey, yes, I'm sitting down. He's like, you will not believe what just happened. And I'm like, well, I, well, what just happened? He's like, I got a phone call from, um, I'll, I won't tell his name, but a certain man that he works with. And 
He said, um, he said that he's been really blessed by my service in the Lord and how God has used me to minister to him personally and that he wanted to share his success with our family. And he asked me, do you own a house? And I told him, no, we don't own a house. And he said, great, I'm going to give you a check, a six figure check for a certain amount of money. And I want you to go buy a house. And I I remember, like, when Travis is telling this, I remember being like, wait, hold on. What did you just say? Excuse me, what? Huh? I mean, I, I had never, six figures, that's a lot. Like, we're talking a few hundred thousand dollars. And I'm just thinking, wait, you just got a phone call from so-and-so who said you'd been a blessing to him. And now he's writing us a check for a few hundred thousand dollars and wants us to go buy a house because he just wants to bless us. And Travis is like, I told you, were you sitting down? Aww. By this time, I'm like prostrate on the floor, like weeping in a puddle because God is a now God. Ephesians 3.20 says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, immeasurably more than we could think or imagine. Amen. You see, we we hadn't even dreamed of owning a home. I couldn't even get past my 800 square foot apartment and then God puts us in this house and I'm just getting settled in and we're renting and I'm happy and then God now does something immeasurably more than my mind could handle at the moment and so it was really special and so of course we got to find Stephen Samuel at church and tell him that God had fulfilled that word that we were literally given a check and told us to go find a house me and my husband got to dream we got to start looking at houses and we found we found this house and we were able to pay cash for it and 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 just in awe of this house and so here we're in this house and um we it was let's see you came over wait and, wait, wait wait hold on don't go into house two okay, yet okay. okay so okay recapping house one now I know you guys well enough to know that when big things like this happen you did something in the spirit that sewed into it. Yes. So with, so when that man gave us the check, it was a couple hundred thousand dollars. The very first thing we did is we tithed 10% off of that. So we took a good chunk of money in the month of December. We got the check on December 5th. I will never forget that because five throughout the Bible represents grace. Mm -hmm. And it was by grace that God gave us this house. We did not do. So you have to understand God doesn't show favorites. The Bible says that he has no respecter of persons. God's just simply looking for someone that will believe his word and believe that he is a giver of good things. The Bible says in James one that he's every good and perfect gift comes from him. And so God delights that his kids be happy and it's not about materialistic thing you know about having this big house or lots of money and all of that stuff but it's what we do with it I can have a bigger house to house more people for ministry or to bless people or to feed people or however the Lord would lead and so um God's just looking for people just to to ask him and then believe and so um, and then to, and then on top of that, to do immeasurably more, because again, we weren't, we weren't asking for a house to mm-hmm. own. We were just, we were asking father, we need, we're, we've outgrown this place. We need a bigger place. And like I said, I felt like I was faithful with that 800 square foot and yeah. I was being faithful with that thousand square feet. And yeah. so God, the new house was 1500 square feet and girl, I packed it out with Bible studies and we had yes, people over and <laughs> every time the Lord told me a couple needed to come over or we needed to do this within Mm -hmm. the the means of the house we did it amen okay wait so back up a little bit even more than that so the reason I'm asking or what I want to point out for everyone is because your story can easily sound like well that's some kind of freak situation like that's just kind of 
God sneezed and his favor fell on top of them, or maybe they're mm-hmm. God's favorite, you know, like, but what I see that you did was that when you had little and you had the opportunity to be complaining or discontent, you chose instead to present it to the Lord. And when he asked you for obedience, you responded with obedience. Yes. And, and I think sometimes we can forget that complaining, just like with the Israelites, complaining will cause us to miss out on the promises of God. You didn't give yourself to complaining. You chose instead to trust the Lord and to say, then you know what, Lord, instead of complaining, I'm going to focus on faithfulness. And you focused on faithfulness and that put seed in the ground for the Lord to respond to your faith. I absolutely agree. Yes, yes, and that's what the Lord told me. You've got to be faithful with this 800 square feet. I need you to be faithful. I've given you a place. You can put people in this place. Mm -hmm. Now do it. And yes, I had the choice in that moment to continue to complain and go on and not be obedient and be embarrassed, fear Mm -hmm. of man and all these things. But I chose to, to, yes, to be faithful and say, okay, God, I'm just going to do it. Like, I'm not going to despise this small beginning. I'm going to do it. You're going to, you bring the women. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. You just bring the people. And so, yeah. And and the same with the money. When we got the check, it would have been easy for us to take that money as a gift and not to sow. Mm -hmm. But, and I'm thankful that I have a husband who is like-minded who said, no, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to give 10% back to God because he gave us this money. Mm -hmm. Even if that... And when you think about when we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars, 10% is a big chunk of money. <laughs> yes, it is. And, and so we could have we kept our money, our eyes on the money, and then walked in fear of like, oh, we're not going to get the house. I mean, it could have went way south quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We could have gotten our eyes off of Jesus, and it could have been bad. But thankfully, me and my husband just decided, no, we're going to walk in humility. We're going to keep, we're going to just seek the Lord on where he wants us, how, mm-hmm. and, and we even had to start praying about what city he wanted us in, mm-hmm. where, you know, where did he want us? And, and he ended us, ended up moving us cities, but, um, God was just, and, and two, even praying about the neighborhood, God put us in a neighborhood that we can minister to, mm-hmm. put us in a neighborhood that where where neighbors will receive us, where our kids can minister to, to the people. And God did that. We, mm-hmm. we saw him, he put us strategically yeah. in that place. We looked yeah. for five months. Uh-huh. I, I think we looked at like 30 houses and, um, and, and God held this house back and mm-hmm. it just went very smoothly and, um, and it was beautiful. Okay, yes. so one thing that I, I can I can hear people thinking like, man, for God's blessing to be on my life like this, does everything I do have to become a spiritual exercise? No, no, it doesn't. But where where I I'm like you in the fact that I live I have one chance to live this life. And I want my life to count on the other side of eternity. Does that mean everything is spiritualized? No. Sometimes things are... I mean, and sometimes we don't realize how practical things are a spiritual act of worship to the Lord. When I make a meal for my kids that I know they'll love, you could say that's being a good mom. But you know what that is? That's also me sowing into my children the fruit of love. And that honors the Lord. There was one time I had very limited time at like one hour. And I was like, okay, Lord, I can either clean the house or I can have a quiet time. That's the only, that's my only options right now. I, I don't have time for both. And I said, Lord, what would you have me do? Because instinctively, I just want to have my quiet time. And I feel like that would please you more. And you know what the Lord told me? He said, generally, you need to tend to your home. 
and it surprised me, but then he reminded me of that scripture that says that, that when we um, bring our sacrifices to him, it's an, it's an act of worship. And so I was like, holy crap, me serving my family is an act of worship. So I say all that to say, when they chose to use their home to serve the body of Christ, they weren't doing it to try to feel like they were worthy of that mm -hmm. gift. They did it as an expression of their already existing longing to be faithful and to bless the Lord with what he had blessed them with. The word says that if we are faithful with little, we will be, we will be faithful with much. much. But he also says if you seek first the kingdom of God, he will add all of these things. And so it's not that these practical things have to become over-spiritualized at all, but... but there should be a part of us. There is a part of us as believers. We want to please the father. He's our best friend. You know, I want to please him. And then I want anything, any blessing he pours into my life. I want it to bless him back. Right. And I think it just becomes, it should become our nature. Mm -hmm. It's just, and, and in those moments where we've had people over or Bible studies. Yeah. It was never in my mind, like almost like striving. Like I have to do this because father said, I have to do this because I have to be obedient. No, it was out of a place of like, no, I get to share this beautiful place with people. Mm -hmm. And almost every single time, every single time, not almost every single time, whoever the Lord had us invite over, dude, we got blessed too mm -hmm. in the fellowship and communion with whatever was going on in their life. It ministered to us. So there was God, God, was, I mean, he's just so good. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, he's just so good. And it should be just, yeah, second name. It just should yeah. be. It just should flow from this place of, I just want to do, I just want to bless the Father. Yeah. And so that is a perfect segue into how I ended up at your house. So I went to their house one night. So moving on to house two testimony. So I went over to their house. I planned to go over to talk with them about what? Investing? No, no. no. Why did I go over? No. Okay. So the first time you came over was in January. It was to meet Hadessa. You were bringing uh, us a meal. Oh, I was bringing them a meal. Okay. Yeah. And uh, she had come over, and we were, I think we were eating spaghetti, I remember, mm -hmm. or lasagna or something. We were sitting at the table, and Jenna Lee was meeting little Hadessa. She was freshly born. And uh, that's when Jenna Lee was like, hey, on the way over here, I got a word. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> what is the word? And she said, um, the Lord told me that y'all aren't going to be in this house much longer, that he's giving you a bigger house. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what? And it's so funny. Because and I forgot in that moment, I forgot my husband had prophesied that house we were sitting in yes. into their life. But when I pulled onto their street, I literally felt like the Lord said within a year, which was much less than that, but within a short amount of time, but for sure, uh, at least a year, they would be in a new home and it would be bigger. Yes. And so I remember thinking, me and my husband laughing and, and kind of the same response we have with Stephen, like, well, that came out of nowhere, but mm -hmm. we'll, we'll take it and we'll pray into it. And that, that seed of faith has been planted and Lord, whatever you want to do, because see me and my husband's plan was next March in 2022, we, um, had decided that's when we were going to start looking for a bigger house. It just made more sense financially. It made more sense like Time just with on, his yeah. job and time. And so like March was quote unquote our plan. It's always been our plan. <laughs> and so I learned a lot of lessons going through this second house though. Um, just father, just really showing me the power of obedience and, uh. and faithfulness. And so Anyways, I, we have a newborn, and so life's kind of crazy. She's our fourth kid. My husband travels a lot with work, and so we're just doing life. And we are so excited because we had planned a um, 
seven day vacation. Well, okay, I say seven day, but we were actually open to like nine or ten. Mm. Like with okay, so seven in Florida, but we were open to like maybe staying in Oklahoma on the way home, or maybe mm. cutting the trip in half and staying in like Arkansas on the way up because we we're going to be driving to Florida. We're taking our kids to Destin. Um, and let's see. Okay, we're in August, so that would have been. June, I June, believe. I oh, oh, our trip was in it May. It was before my trip. It was yeah. before I traveled, so it was May. Okay, so May. Yes, so our vacation's in May. So we get the prophetic word in January. In May, we're going to Destin, and we're just so excited. So we're on our vacation. We're having a blast. We're five days in, and we decide that we are going to leave Florida now, and we're going to head to Oklahoma, and we're going to hit the beach in Oklahoma. Now, some of you may be laughing because to our big disappointment we get to <laughs> Oklahoma and it's like muddy water the beach what well, like there's white sand but it's nothing like Destin it's not the blue beautiful water and so I remember us getting out on the beach and I remember looking at my husband like uh this is not happening we're not spending two days here like we <laughs> we can't spend it here when we just came from that like yeah. what and so Travis like well are you okay with going home early and I was like you know honestly I am let's just go home and we'll use these last few days of your vacation to just enjoy the family being home together and so I'm in the very back seat of our minivan with uh two of my older boys and I'm scrolling social media and um, on Facebook, I see this realtor post this house and I'm like, instantly my mind goes, well, we have a prophetic word. So I'm like, I like look at the house and, um, mind you, we haven't looked at houses prior to the prophetic word that Jenna Lee gave us. Life's just been too crazy. And it was kind of like this go around. Jenna Lee, we were just kind of like, God, you're going to have to make it obvious. It's just yeah. going to like have to happen. Because yeah, I could tell when I gave you all that word, you were like, oh, great. We're tired. <laughs> we have a newborn. I don't want to look for a house. Yeah. And just um, not that not that the last experience was bad. It's right. just we had to work through a lot of disappointment because we thought it was going to happen suddenly. Like the first house we find, it's the house, you oh, know, and right. months in, we're still not finding the house. And yeah. so I just was kind of replaying that like, oh, and I have a newborn. And so we kind of just decided, God, you're going to fulfill this word. We have the faith to believe it. If you put it in our path, we'll, we'll believe it. We'll, you know, we'll do what we can do. You do what you can do. And so I'm looking at this ad and I've been telling my husband since we, uh, the first house we ran, I was like, I want five bedrooms. I want a vanity in the bathroom. So many of y'all have asked me for merch for the podcast, so I interrupt the show to give you this exciting update. I decided with season three here, it is definitely time for some merch. I was able to partner with a coffee line called Didami Coffee, owned by a wonderful Christian couple who are passionate about making Jesus famous, and they're also sponsors of the show. They decided to create two flavors that will be the Java with Jen flavors, and we will be making these available to you along with some other exciting merch very soon. Stay tuned for when it goes live hopefully in September. And in the meantime, give them a follow on Instagram at didomi.coffee. You spell that D-I-D-O-M-I dot coffee. All right, let's get back to the show. I want a really big kitchen because anybody who knows me knows I love to bake, knows I love Mm -hmm. to cook, knows I love to have fellowship with people. I love to throw parties. Um, and, And also five bedroom. I'm like, my kids need a playroom. I love a homeschooling room. Like, I mean, 
the thing about God is, dude, you can dream. Yeah. God loves for his children to dream. Yeah. And and so, anyways, I've told my husband. And my husband has always said, I want a house kind of in the country. He's a Montana boy. Grew up on a thousand acre farm. Like, now he's in the city. So, he's like, I'd love to be kind of in the country, but close to the city. And um, he'd love acres for the boys to run around. And he'd love a big garage for a shop. Because these are things we've dreamed of. You know, since we've been in the other house, we were in the other house for three years. And um, so I'm looking at this and I see five bedrooms. I'm like, check. I see like a big kitchen. Check. I see two acres of property. Check. Has an in-ground swimming pool. Double, triple check. <laughs> I'm like a big garage, right? It meets all the boxes. And then like inside my head, I'm like, dude, this house is going to be like a $400,000 house. Right. Like it's not even going to be realistic in our budget. And it says 275000 I was like, oh my gosh. So I was like, Trav, there is this house on social media I just found. And like, and I'm telling about it. I'm just so excited. And of course, my kids are going crazy when I say, say swimming pool and there's a big <laughs> yard. And, and, and I, I thought for sure, and I was kind of hoping Trav would kind of shut me down. Oh. Because <laughs> it's just, we're in a really busy season of life. And uh-huh. to throw, like moving into the mix, it's like, we've moved like four times in the last, like, I don't know, five years. Wow. One being across country with little kids and so we've moved a lot um and so and no he didn't he joyfully from the front seat said yeah why don't you schedule an appointment for tomorrow morning and I was like <laughs> okay we're really gonna do this he's like and I remember looking at him through the review mirror and him being like remember we have a word babe and he says this he said if it's of the Lord God will do it and I said I'm done Amen. that's it I'm I'm covered and I can feel God's presence right now. Yeah. And I was in total agreement with my husband. You're right. We have a word. And if God's going to do it, awesome. So I messaged the realtor. Didn't know her from Adam. Told her, hey, when I see the house, okay, 9 o'clock in the morning. We show up. Guess what? Three people from our church are there looking at the what? house. <laughs> That's right. I'm like, what in the world? This is a hot house. And so we get in and, of course, we just fall in love. Absolutely fall in love. It's and, beautiful. And we're just thinking, like, the people we can have over. I, I, We've dreamed of having, like, worship nights in our yard and having the pool to baptize people in. I'm telling you, we're dreamers. Like, God, won't you do it? I'm believing God. Yeah. He will do it. Amen. And so we're just like, well, what do we do? And the late, the realtor tells us, now, you know, there's multiple people looking at it. And we're like, yeah, we see that. And, uh. And she said, and there's multiple offers in on this house that are over asking. And so me and Travis, throughout this whole time, we're probably with this realtor a good hour and a half. Yes, we were there that long. We had four kids with us and we were just in every room dreaming, like five, 10, 15 minutes in each room. And uh, we just politely told her, if it's of the Lord, God's going to do it. God's going to give us this house. And at first it kind of took her by surprise. She was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, totally. (laughs) You know, she agreed with us. And as the hour went on, we began to share how we got a prophetic word. We began to share our testimony, our vision for this house and how we, you know, we could use it for the glory of God and his kingdom, but also how it could be a blessing to our family. And, um, the owner of this house was clearly a believer because there was scripture hung on the wall. There, In the master bedroom, there was a Bible open. And and so, obviously, the people who owned it were believers. And so, I was excited about that. Um, and so, I said, okay, we're going to pray about it and we'll get back to you within the hour. Girl, she called us like three times. I ignored it because I'm just like, 
me and Travis were still kind of going back and forth like, what do we do? Okay, we're going to have to go through this loan process. So we get on the phone with the loan people and the the loan people are like, I told Travis like, you need to ask for like 290 or 300 because remember, there's like multiple offers. So we're going to go into a bidding war and I'm just like, Almost not in faith at this point. Just like in the natural, like yeah. we gotta go at it. Like right. we gotta, we gotta win the war. And um, so Travis is on the on the phone, and he's like, "Oh, oh, we're not." And I'm like, "Well, it's not of the Lord. It's okay." Like trying to bring myself back to reality. Like it's okay. And he's like, "We're not approved for two ninety. We're approved for two seventy five. Well, that's asking. And he's and he's like whispering on the phone. He's like, "Should we go through with it?" And I'm like, yes. I said, if it's of the Lord, that's what we've been saying. If this is if this is God fulfill, fulfilling the prophetic word through this house, yes, God will God will make it happen. So the lady's like, okay, I'll send your pre approval uh, email over and blah blah blah. And so I call our realtor and I'm like, okay, we want to put in an offer. She's like, yay, how much? I'm like asking. She's like, wah wah. <laughs> She's like, you do remember that they're all over asking. And I politely responded, you do remember if God wants us to have the house, He's gonna give it to us. And she's like, okay, I'll put it in. And about 15 <laughs> minutes later, she calls back. She's like, Tiffany. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, I know this is going to sound super strange, but write a letter. And I'm like, what? What do you mean write a letter? And she's like, write a letter to the owners. She's like, I don't know. I just had this crazy thought. And in my mind, I'm like, no, that's a God thought. Holy Spirit, just drop that in your spirit. She said, I've never... Okay, I should preface to say right now, pause, that this realtor, we're her first, this is her, she's new, she's a new realtor. Oh. She's never sold a home before. We're her first people. Oh, wow. So this is like a big deal. Yeah. First day on the job, we're <laughs> talking about Jesus, Holy Spirit, prophesying. So she's just like kind of taking it all in. So um, anyway, she's like, write a letter. And I'm like, okay, about what? She's like, well, I, I, obviously the sellers are believers and y'all are believers. So y'all have something in common. And she's like, I don't know, just maybe like tell them you have kids and like what you would use the house for. Just what you told me that you'd use it for ministry and what you do with the kitchen and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, make it short and sweet and then send it over to me. And I'm going to send it in with your offer. And I was like, okay, sure. Well, no, let me pray about it. Let me call you back. So I'm like, I sit down like, Holy Spirit, do you want me to? Because generally I didn't want a pity party. I didn't want to be striving. I wanted God, if this house is of you, I need it to, I need it to just be of you. And I felt like Holy Spirit said yes. And I felt like the Holy Spirit did say to introduce my kids in the kitchen. There's two homeschooling desks built into the kitchen. And so I shared with her how I'm a homeschooling mom and how this would be great. And you know, all the things. And I sign it, you know, Tom Breeze. And she submits a letter. Well, we don't hear anything all day and we just go about our day. I really didn't think about it. I did not have anxiety. I was at complete peace because again, up to this process, it's like, God, it's, if you want us to have this house, man, you're going to make it happen. You will fulfill your word. So I get a message later that afternoon from Jenna Lee being like, Hey, me and Steven want to come over tonight and talk about investments with you and your husband. Are y'all free? And I was like, Sure, actually we are. And okay, side note, my husband and I have never both been over to their house, ever. <laughs> no, Stephen's never been over. Stephen I don't never think been so. Over. And so, and I should say that we told no one about this, this wild ride because literally we were on vacation uh, 24 hours ago and we were still supposed to be on vacation, but yeah. decided to go home. So had we not gone home I would have I wouldn't have been scrolling social media at that point and the post had only been up like 15 minutes and they basically were booked the whole next day um so this house was gonna go fast 
Um, so we would have never seen the post and like, I'm just, I'm, so I spent the day kind of trying to reel in what just happened. Like, but that's what God does. Like we, we just have to be so yielded to the Holy Spirit, just ready to move when God says move. Yeah. And, um, and yet at the same time, he orders our steps because you didn't realize this was the Lord putting things in place. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so Jenna Lee and Steven show up around nine o'clock at night. Yes, yeah. that's a weird time, but we like to get together after kids go to sleep because we can enjoy fellowship and it's just easier that way yeah it works out for our families and so they come over and we're chit-chatting and everything and my phone starts ringing I'll never forget it 9 27 p.m mm-hmm. and it says realtor and I hop up out of the seat and I take off to my bedroom <laughs> and I'm like hello and she's like Tiffany and I'm like Ashley and it's like silent I'm like hello Ashley she's like Tiffany uh, we go back and forth and I'm like yes and she's like it worked I said what worked she said your letter it worked. I can't believe it worked. You got the house. I said, we got the house. She said, you got the house. Oh my gosh, we got the house. And I'm just like, I have company over. They don't know what's going on. I'm about to bust up this serious conversation about uh-huh. money to tell them <laughs> that we just bought our second home suddenly. And and that, and guys, hear me out. Won't God do it? God is such a God <laughs> of confirmation, especially in me and my husband's life, um, that Wouldn't he do it? He would put the very two people that prophesied over the two homes that we own Mm -hmm. on our couch at nine o'clock at night to receive the news that we got it. Like that, that, that is the God circle right there. That is the God we serve. Okay. And so we go on, we get the house. We're so excited. And I remember telling Trav, like, man, I would love to meet the lady, like the owner of this house, like who decorated this house? I was taking pictures like crazy. I want to decorate it just like her. God, it'd be so cool if I got to meet her. So I go in to pay my earnest money at the title company and there's two ladies like off in a back room doing something and they come out and I remember the room smelling like cookies. I remember saying, oh, it smells like cookies. And they're like, oh yeah, Charlesy, she's baking them. Um, she'll be right with you. And so Charlesy comes out from the uh, back and she says are you Tiffany and I remember you would have thought I I don't know my mouth dropped open I turned around I'm like looking behind me like how does she know me (laughs) she's like you're buying my house and she said I have been asking the Lord Lord I want to meet the lady that wrote that letter I want to meet the lady that wrote that letter (laughs) and she is so sobbing and so we embrace we're hugging I'm sobbing she's just been through a very difficult season in life and um this whole her selling the home is bittersweet but she goes on to tell me how she was sitting before the Lord the night that all the offers came in and she was asking God she didn't know how to choose and she was saying God please make it obvious to me how do I choose and she said the Lord uh she said that her realtor said oh by the way Charlesy um, there's a letter attached to one of the offers and she, she said that she thought it was like a negotiation and she's like, I dreaded that letter because I didn't want to, I just wanted this to be easy. And she said, when I started reading the letter, I realized that it was someone like wanting the house. And she said she was bawling through it. And the Lord said this, these are the people to live in this house. And she was just so thankful that God made it so easy for her. And what is so cool is that she has three boys and a girl. I have three boys and a girl. Aww. She homeschools and I homeschool. We both both love Jesus. Both of our girls are, are named... like besties now. <laughs> we we kind of are. Her daughter's name is Hallie. My daughter daughter's name is Hattie, and so it was just really neat. So we got to talk. I got to pray with her. It was just really neat. I got to find out 
where she bought some stuff from. And here's the deal. God, again, I, I live by Ephesians 3.20. God did more than I could ask or imagine. Not yeah. only did I get to meet her generally, but she left the majority of the furniture for me. That's so awesome. Free. She so was awesome. like, you want this? You can have it. She was sending me pictures. You want this? I'll leave it. You want this? I'll leave it. So basically, my house is pretty much furnished when I moved in. <laughs> like, Okay, so now get this. Hold on. The story's not over. When we were sitting on the couch, me and Steven, and we were talking about investments, I think it was maybe even before you got the phone call or after. I don't remember. Tiffany felt prompted to go. It was probably after. She pro- felt prompted to go get her wallet and take all the cash out of her wallet, which it wasn't like tons and tons, but still it, she was her obedience. And she said, I feel like the Lord told me to empty my wallet and give it to you. And I was like, okay, I'll receive this seed. You know, I'll receive this. Because every time she responds in obedience, she they see the Lord do such miracles. That seed... Wasn't yes. it after that she decided to leave all the furniture? Yes, she did. You know, and yes. your husband got a promotion or something. Yes, my husband got a promotion where he's home at night and he, yes, yes, God just like started pouring out blessing from seed that we'd sown. Yeah. Yes. And, and so, so, well, and I love what I love about that. It's not like you sowed thousands of, it's not, it wasn't like the breakthrough was proportionate to the size of the seed. Absolutely. It not. was just the obedience. It was just the obedience. Yeah. Yes. I, you could, if God told you to give $2, I tell people this all the time. You cannot outgive God. I was even sharing on my own uh, podcast. You cannot outgive God. When God tells you mm-hmm. to give it, give it because what's coming back is way more than what you gave yeah, out. Yeah. And um. Yeah. Well, let me share this this passage real fast because I know that hurt these this is why I love to have Tiffany on the show because very few people my husband and I live a life like what Tiffany describes we just believe it's it's simple it's I believe the word of God and I obey what he tells me to do I feel like the only way to live out the calling of God on my life is to be obedient on a daily basis that's the only way tomorrow's not promised to me so today may be this episode or whatever the way I love my kids today may be the climactic fulfillment of the calling of God on my life And so I want to be obedient. And so um, Proverbs 6 verse 7 says, When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness Mm -hmm. than great revenues without right. A man's heart devises his own way, but the Lord directs his steps. And so I just love how like that, you guys, this isn't, and I want to make sure that my listeners, that you don't walk away thinking, Tiffany and Travis are just special or Stephen and Jen are just special must be because they're called to the ministry. No, you're a believer. You're called to the ministry too. Jesus said, you will do greater things than I have done. And he literally meant what he said. And he literally wrecked in the best way an entire nation and part of the world and really history because he was radically obedient to the father. And that is all. Yes, it's obedient. It's not just with finances. It's with everything. Yeah. Me and my husband have been talking about the story with the houses and the prophetic word that you gave. Mm-hmm. We would have not even pursued the house had that mm-hmm. prophetic word not came in. Yeah. That prophetic word was a seed sown in faith wow. that that we were like, okay, God, you're speaking. If this is of you, you're going to confirm it. Yeah. We're, we're going to believe you for it. Therefore, we had we had the word of the Lord. Faith comes by hearing, hearing the word, Hebrews 11. Okay, so we had a word from the Lord. Now we're going to walk this thing out. So it's being obedient with the word that he gave us. Mm-hmm. So then when the house came up, oh, we had a word. Well, let's walk this thing out yeah. and see if God orders our steps. Yeah. See if this is what, if this is the house the Lord has prophesied over us or spoke over us. And so it's being obedient with everything. Yeah. 
And Everything. Let, and let me say that that prophetic word, which whenever they describe what their process was in stewarding that prophetic word, it always humbles me a lot because I'm not some phenomenal prophet that you're you want to hang your life on the things I say. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not but I feel like A, it's a testament to the measure of their faith that they're willing to just recognize when God is speaking. But B, on the practical level, when I pulled onto their street and I got that sense of this prophetic word, y'all, it was so faint. I literally thought I was just making stuff up. I really did. I almost didn't share it at the table because it was so faint. I thought, oh, I don't want to mess with their heads. They just had a baby. Like, <laughs> I don't want to jack with their timeline. And so even when I released it to y'all, I was like, listen, guys, just pray about this. May not be the Lord, may be, but this is what I felt when I drove. And so, but they, in their radical faith, took it and ran with it and God honored their faith. And so I just love that. Yeah. I just love it. Okay. So with all that said, I think you guys are seeing the theme of this. We need to wrap this episode, but I hope this has encouraged you guys of like how, how simple it is to live a radical life in the Lord. And so Tiffany and I broke down what we feel like would be three practical steps. If you're like, how do I go from what my life looks like today and my walk with the Lord today to living a life where I see the miraculous happening? And it's very, very simple. Tiffany and I both put our heads together on this. And I feel like it's A, the presence of the word of God in your life. Right, Tiff, right. would you say? Tiffany knows the word. I love the word. We both love the word. I go to the word for counsel. Tiffany goes to the word for counsel. I go to the word regularly just to hear the Father's heart, correct my thinking, get his dreams in my heart, right? The word of God is given to you to know the Father's thoughts. And so get the word of God in your heart. Secondly, prayer. Like spend time. When a situation arises, don't go into complaining. Don't just go call your best friend to vent the process. Sit down and pray about it. Mm -hmm. It might take five minutes. It doesn't take much to get direction from the Lord. Right. And then the last would be when you see something in the word of God, obey it. When you see it, obey it. If the Lord highlights it to you, the Lord's like, hey, you need to respond to this, obey it. Right now, there's two things that I feel like the Lord has asked me to do that I've been dragging my feet on. And so I'm like, it's burning in my heart. I'm like, okay, I'm going to start at the gym. The Lord's been telling me, go to the gym. I need to start at the gym. I need to be a good steward with that. And a project he wants me to begin with, um, with my business. And so... I'm like challenging myself to be radically obedient, even in those, even when it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, guys. Be obedient because God sees the whole picture. Yeah, that, yeah. And I just want to end with saying that most of the time when God calls us to be obedient, it's never in, it's never, it never feels like the right time. It never feels <laughs> like, oh, I've got so many things going on. I don't want to do this. But in the process of this second home, the Lord told me a few things. I remember thinking like at one point getting very overwhelmed, like, oh my gosh, we've got to find renters for the new property and, and all of this stuff. And I started to let fear creep up. And then it was like, wait a second, God gave us a word. He has been faithful. I started to re remind myself of all the faithfulness of God. And the Lord told me this. He said, Tiffany, I only want you to do what you can do. And that mm -hmm. goes for in anything with yeah. finances, with our spiritual health, with our mental mm -hmm. health, our physical health, parents parenting, marriage. We do what God has asked us to do. Yeah. And God has to do what only he can do, which is the impossible. So he yeah. told me, Tiffany, I need you to do what's possible. What's possible? Get a loan with the bank. What's possible? Look for a house. What's That's possible, good. right? What, and then you let me do the impossible. So with Amen. obedience, yeah. you need to do what's possible. Whatever you're walking through right now that God's asking you to do, mm -hmm. it's possible. You yeah. do what's possible. And then you let Father do what he does, which is the impossible. Yeah. Matthew 
11 or 1926 with men it's it's impossible but with God it's possible mm-hmm. and the Lord told me too that it's very important when we walk with him that we can have plans like we've been talking about our plan mm-hmm. was next March or whatever but not to hold them with a closed fist that we need to be just so um ready to just be like just to move with the Lord wherever he goes and, and, and to let go of those plans. Because I'm telling you, had we, you know, went along with our plan, I feel like all the blessings we would have, this has been such a a ride the last few months and how we've gotten a minister. Y'all, I got a, a letter from our realtor. She bought us a gift. And in the letter, I was like, if it was God, if you gave us this house for this reason, it was so worth it. The realtor says, Watching you and your husband has inspired my faith, has mm-hmm. made me want to believe again. And so it's like mm-hmm. just being open and transparent with people and walking in a boldness of what God's called you to do despite what other people think. Mm-hmm. And and again, just being faithful. But it, it has to do with everything in life, just yeah. just being faithful with it yeah. all. But I, I love how you how you highlighted you do what's possible. Because sometimes I've seen believers go, oh, God wants me to marry this phenomenal man. If it's God, then he'll make it happen. But then she's not working a job. She's not getting an education. She's not bettering herself. She's not working on her issues. You know what I mean? Like where we think that God doing it is an excuse to be lazy and just wait around. But in scripture, we always see it's a partnership. We do what we're able and God does what he's able. And so I love that call out. That's so good. Okay, so you guys, I hate to wrap this up, but we have to. So as you can see, Tiffany is powerful. There's such an anointing on her life for for uh, faith. And so I'm going to have Tiffany end us with praying over you guys, just a deposit of faith. But before I do that, if you want to hear more from Tiffany, which you totally should, um, her faith will stir yours. Get their devotional. It's on Amazon. It's called A Closer Walk with Jesus, right? Yes. Travis and Tiffany Tombry, and I'll put the link to it in the show notes. And then her podcast, you can download it. She's on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, all those. Um, And it's called Testimonies with Tiffany. Testimonies with Tiffany. And I'll put those links in the show notes as well. So Tiffany, go ahead and pray for us. Father, I thank you so much for the privilege and honor to be a guest on Jenilee's podcast. God, I thank you for her her obedience mm-hmm. in um, answering this call in the platform of podcasting, God. And I just... Um, I pray right now for her listeners, everyone that's listening to my voice, man, woman, and child, Father, that a blessing would fall on them. God, I pray for a measure of faith to be increased, God. But with that, God, that they would have they would have a desire to willingly obey you, Father. Mm. Whatever is going on yes, in your life, you're listening, and you know that Father's called you to do something, mm. and you've made the excuse, or maybe you're it's out of fear, or you haven't had enough time, or you don't know even where to start. Father, I ask that you would give them the courage to start, Mm -hmm. that they would do what they can do, and you would do what you can do. God, that they would do the possible, and you would do the impossible. God, and I pray that as they step out in obedience, and as they answer the call, God, that the miraculous would take place Mm -hmm. in their life, God. You told the men, go fill up the the vase with water, and you turned it into wine. uh, Launch your net on the other side. Mm -hmm. They'd fish all night. They launched out. The nets filled up with fish. God, you are a God of instruction mm. and you're looking for our faith to be activated. So I pray, God, that, that the people listening, Lord, would obey. God would obey without hesitation. Mm. 
God and that they would see the reward of that and that through this their relationship with you would grow that through this their faith would grow that through this their joy would grow that through this God it would just become nature to want to obey mm. nature God it, that their testimony would be, man, so-and-so, every time God asks them to do something, they act without hesitation yeah. and God just shows up. Yeah. What a testimony, what a legacy. God, I pray um, that that you would just give them courage and boldness. I pray for a spirit of boldness to fall upon them mightily, God. Yes, and God. I just declare your word over everyone listening that he who began a good work in them will be faithful to complete it. Philippians 1, 6, God. And that you shall supply all of their needs according to your riches. Philippians four mm-hmm. nineteen, God. And that God, that you will you will order their steps, just like Jenilee said, and that you will work all things together for their good and your glory. Mm. That the people listening will understand they have a story and it's for your glory. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Man, that's so good. Thank you, Tiffany, for coming on the show. You guys make sure reach out, connect with Tiffany. She's also on Instagram at Tiffer Tom. Um, and if you listen to this episode, if it, if it touched you, if it challenged you, if it, um, if you end up with a testimony from implementing what you heard in this show, please let me know. You can find me on Instagram at Java with Jen. You can find Tiffany on Instagram, Tiff or Tom, and we want to hear from you guys. It makes our day and (laughs) makes all the, all the work worth it to do the podcast. And so we want to hear from y'all. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Share this episode with a friend who you think will be encouraged by it. And until next time, remember, you've got this and God's got you. Bye. Okay, I know some of you are so eager to hear what this supplement is. Listen, my son is in, is just now going in fourth grade. And since kindergarten, listen, he's a good boy. He just has a lot of creativity, loves to have fun, has lots of energy, and sometimes focus. Okay, honestly, his whole life, focus has been an issue. Like, he gets in trouble for that more than anything. And so I was like, Lord, I don't want to take him to the doctor and just get a label on him or or medication. Some people go their route and that's fine, but that's not the route I wanted to go. And so I was like, surely there's something I can give him that can support his body without manipulating it too much. And so I got online and found this. It is an, it's an herbal, um, let's see, it's an herbal remedy. It is by Mary Ruth's is the brand Mary Ruth's and it's called focus and attention for kids. It's an herbal supplement. And it, what it does is it soothes their nerves and boosts their overall health. It has in it an adaptogenic ingredients, um, which are herbs that support the body's ability to recover from and resist stressors. It calms the nervous system and supports your child's ability to focus. It also has nervine ingredients, which are... Um, these specifically are lavender and passion flower. They're included in this blend. They're both nervines meant to calm and relax your child. I personally know that lavender has is very healing to the body. It can actually reverse and heal allergies. We've seen that firsthand in my husband, in my son, in myself, and with lots of people. So lavender is a really great um, healing agent in the body. And then the third category of ingredients are nootropics. You may be familiar, you may not, but nootropics are um, 
ingredients that may help improve or herbals um, that may help improve cognitive function, brain function, and enhance focus. They support brain health. And so I take a grown-up version of a nootropic, um, but these are all natural. It's uh, just taken from the earth. And so if you're not sure what to do, of course, check it out with your doctor, especially if your doctor's already aware of the, the situation. This, listen, my advice is never meant to replace medical treatment or to be taken as medical advice. I am not a medical expert. I am just a very natural-minded mama. And I like to share my natural remedies with friends who are also natural minded um, because, you know, we all help each other out. So if you're looking for something that's not medication oriented, but might help take the edge off, this has helped my son um, focus long enough to do his work. Sometimes we still have to get on to him because he's still a kid, but it has not suppressed his personality. It's literally just taken the edge off and it helps him be a little calmer. The days when he takes it, I really don't have to fuss at him. And he's missed a few days and he hasn't seemed quite like his old self. So I did notice in the reviews, some people whose kids had ADHD were taking it to help with that and saw great results. So take this, maybe try it out, take it to your doctor, see what they think about it. Um, give it a shot. I don't know how it would interact with medication. So if your child is on medication, definitely talk to your doctor first. Anyhow, if that's you, I hope this would work for you. They also have a grown-up version. I take the adult version, me and my oldest son do, and it helps with focus and adrenal support. So there you go. There's your life hack for this week. I will put the link to the Amazon um Per, uh, the item you can purchase on Amazon in the show notes. So you can go right through that link and find it. All right, you guys, thanks so much for listening. Until next week, we'll see you soon. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. For those of you who've rated or shared this podcast on social media, thank you. Reading your comments and reviews always means so much to me. Listen, let's stay connected. Come follow me on Instagram at Java with Jen, where you can follow the latest and say, Hey, it's a really great way to stay in touch. Many of you have also asked how you can support the show. You can make donations through the anchor app or on Patreon, or of course, by sharing rating and reviewing on social media and iTunes as well. Your heartfelt feedback always reminds me why I do this. Also, we have merch coming. Stay tuned and I'll let you know when it hits the stores. Until next time, remember, you will fulfill your greatest destiny one day at a time.